talking about relationships, which is a bit of a funny topic considering I've only ever been in a one relationship, but mum is a bit of a pro considering she's been with dad how many years, mum? 30 years now. Yeah, so you can teach some of us a few more tricks. <laughs> no, I just, don't know whether I can teach people. I feel like I've winged it a bit. But. No, but we can talk about your experience of being with a relationship. And yeah. Because um, it'll be good to know for some people who maybe are in a relationship or not in a relationship to know what to look for, mm-hmm. what you've thought. Obviously, you can only talk from your experience. Yeah. But, yeah. I can remember manifesting the relationship and not realising I was doing it. Really? How did you do that? I used to dream about what in my mind what I wanted and yeah. I knew that I wanted somebody who was my my had who was there for me you know yeah. who was my best friend I knew that I wanted that before and I wanted the romance as well but yeah I used to dream about this person that was like my prince and I did have I've always been a bit of a fairy tale kind of girl <laughs> and uh, <laughs> So, yeah, I dreamt of my prince arriving for me. And I also had a couple of friends who they had that kind of marriage. So my next door neighbour, they had that kind of marriage. And um, I used to look at how they supported each other. And they were just so like best friends. And I just thought I used to dream about wanting that relationship and then I had another set of friends and they were the same you know he'd only leave the house and within 20 minutes he'd be ringing her up and wanting to know you know just talking about their lives their dreams together and that's what I wanted I wanted someone who we were solid against the world not against the world but it was us together and that's what I really wanted and you've got that and I met that person yeah and uh yeah he he's exactly what I needed yeah I feel like if anyone knew you they know how well Mm. that is suited but that's what I find interesting about certain situations like you probably could have never written on a piece of paper what exactly you needed the type of person you probably could have thought about it but I mean deeper on a deeper level yeah he's so calm compared to you and yeah. I think if he weren't, if he wasn't like that, then it just wouldn't work. Yeah, and we did have, when I met him as well, I didn't really know, but when I, when he, I, the very first time I met him was in a nightclub and he just walked in and he didn't come over to me or anything, but I saw him and I was with mm-hmm. my friends and there was just something about him that I thought, who is that guy? And I remember saying to my friend, what do you think of him over there? And there was just something about him. And then he started looking at me as well. And I knew he liked me, even though he was with other girls at the time. And, um, and he's a lot older than Amazon. Yeah, he's nine years older. But I knew I wanted someone older as well. Yeah. There was... I knew I needed that. I needed that. What I also wanted was... Um, was... Um, stability I wanted somebody there who would and because he was older than me that's what he I knew I liked that attracted me as well yeah he'd been in the navy and he had that maturity and he knew he was a man and (laughs) (laughs) I wanted a man yeah and um yeah so that was great but I didn't really think I was gonna I got bigger plans than dad I was gonna I was gonna move away and I know this is really bad, but our family had always had money difficulties because they'd had their own business. And I'd thought, huh, I'm not having any of that. You know how you do. You think my world's going to be so perfect and we're never <laughs> going to. I'm going to marry someone with loads of money and I have all the horses I want and I'm going to do this and that. And then I was still in that mindset because I'd worked away in a rich area that I was going back there and I was going to go and meet my prince there. And then... Um, 
when I met Dad, I thought, oh, well, I'll go on a couple of dates and then probably, you know, get rid of him after that and find somebody. I mean, I have to be honest, I was yeah, like yeah. that. And um, I went on a couple of dates. I, I think within the first date, I went out with him and he was just so calm and just so stable and mature and all the things that I liked, such a gentleman and everything, that I just, there was a sneaky suspicion in me thinking, oh my God, I quite like this person. And then the second time I went on the date with him, I remember looking at him thinking, I could imagine being friends with you at school, that mm -hmm. you and I would have been best friends. And I just instantly started thinking, because he was, I knew, Dad also was started mowing our lawn and looking after all the lawns which and everything. Which he's doing right now. Which he, yeah. And um, I started looking at him thinking, God, he's such a hard worker and he's so clever with everything he thinks. They can probably hear, and I started thinking, probably hear him actually. Yeah, is he mowing the lawn now? Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> and I thought to myself, do you know what? This was when I knew that I really had started to fall for him because I thought it doesn't matter. I don't care about any of that anymore. I don't care about the materialism or anything. I just like this person, mm. and all the materialism and all that in the world wouldn't change. Wouldn't I? I that wouldn't replace the way I feel about him yeah. so then the money and the stability of money and materialism went out the window just within like the second day and I just thought mm. oh sod that yeah. and I just then fell for him then and I was that was it that's all I needed yeah uh, that I think it frightened him to death to be honest yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I find it funny how you were the younger one and probably at the beginning he was the big mature person yeah and then very quickly that probably changed because the type of person you are compared to him is literally it didn't at first for a few years he was like the leader of the relationship really? and I was quite happy to be you know his sort of I don't know I wouldn't say submissive but I no, a bit more a bit more relaxed about things yeah and be dated and all that stuff and then um yeah, and then it wasn't until we started living together. And prior to that, we'd had a couple of times where we'd finished and he'd messed me about, about a bit because he'd been married before. And so he was a little bit kind of like, I don't want to set, I don't want to get too committed. And I just, he even treated me like, well, you're nine years older than me, so you might want to, you know, go and... That's it. I'm nine years younger, so you. How could you possibly know you want to settle? When I actually did, it didn't matter what age I was. I knew what I wanted, and because I was nine years younger, he kept telling me you don't, can't possibly want that. So then he kept trying to push me away all the time, till in the end, we finished a few times, and then finally, when he said right, live with him, I started getting a little bit more like, well, you know, you either treat me right or I'm not going to put up with it, and yeah. then the whole. The whole dynamics changed, really. Mm. And then he started, like, listening to every single thing I said. So it was really weird. We've both been in that position with each other, really. Um, but yours has lasted a lot longer. Yeah, I just took the lead in the end. <laughs> yeah, I think it works, though, because you've, you are more of the driver, especially because you have business together. Dad is more of the hands-on type of person, and you are the driver. Yeah. So it, it does work. And that's what's so mad about things i think like when you go through school you don't realize no when you're at school you think that you have to plan your life then mm. but for you if you'd have planned your life then you wouldn't have all the like imagine if you had to say exactly what you wanted to do then you never would have been able to think that you would have met someone that's a gardener and then that would have been your world do you know what i mean like mm. 
so many different things get thrown into the mix and then you just adapt to it and it just becomes your world as well and yeah it's crazy what yeah that's why i think it's you know it, you can't really define definitely i'm only going to do this in my yeah, life yeah you don't there's so many almost like facets really of your life almost yeah. like little pockets of different things happening yeah. so there is no one clear direction no you don't know who you're going to meet or what no, you're going to do but um it's interesting it's a good good role model a good what's it called yeah i mean it hasn't been easy i mean i would say that i think that luckily we have we don't i think why it works for us is that we don't well we haven't got dad's opinion on this but (laughs) i don't don't think we press each, each other's buttons too much i think that both of us um you know try and he keeps me quite calm in a lot of ways. I'm not saying I don't get. I think you don't up. press the wrong, the right buttons. You know what I mean? Like you press. I do. Yeah, you. You say. do. You do press each other's buttons definitely, but you don't press buttons that are too much. You don't cross the line too no. far. Yeah. I think there's a both there's the you but because of the way you both are, you're very balanced in the right areas. Mm. So even like situations where you need dad to behave a certain way to make you feel better he knows do you know what I mean you you just know how to what what works and what doesn't and yeah on a deeper level I feel like your energy and stuff your characters fix together yeah we are supportive of each other but there's also areas of stubbornness as well oh god dad is so stubborn yeah and that sorry dad when you're listening to this yeah that drives me insane and i think my drive my the way i'm driving always drives him insane (laughs) (laughs) and um when i get my head on something and i try and rope him into it he just finds like he's so much more just wants to drift around doesn't he yeah. and i'm like no focus no we're gonna talk about this yeah but to be fair um, he does he does most he, of the time go with it he does yeah so i've been mm-hmm. i think that's what works for me though i think i really needed somebody and i'd only realized this now that anyone who would have tried to have controlled me no yeah it would not have worked Neither that me, would have been God. the one button if they'd have pressed that control button, I'd have been out of there. <laughs> yeah, we're very similar in that one. Because I can't be controlled. And Dad, that's where Dad fits so perfectly with me, is he just knows that I'm just not that person and yeah. that I'm only happiest when I'm running free, that <laughs> you try and pin me down. I am a butterfly. My grandma said that about me. She said, you're a butterfly that flies around and you're always like doing different things and you're all over the place. And that is what works with Dad is that he allows that for me and what works for me is he's such a rock for me and he is my stable person i know every time he walks through the door he's the same there's no moodiness there's you know i know if dad's coming home and i want to tell him about one of my flutterings i know i'm going to get the same person that walks through the door that i got yesterday he probably will roll his eyes a little bit but (laughs) you probably i don't think we want to invite him to this conversation do we he will listen he listens to all our podcasts so (laughs) He's our number one supporter. Yeah. The boys don't, but my dad does. Yeah, he's really good, isn't he? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that... Um, but the one thing that always worried me was... Um, I, I, you know, at times things have been hard, like having four children, and then there's been the financial difficulty. And we've gone through quite a few tough times like that. And Dad, I think... Um, he he can struggle sometimes like that but i think what i've learned over the especially over the last 10 years is about how important it is in a relationship 
to no matter how long you've been together is to try and keep looking for the good in each other because very easily people around you as well can highlight the little irritations and if you focus on those too much and you go yeah they are really annoying when they're stubborn or they are really annoying that will grow instantly within minutes and by the time you notice more and more is it the same with friends or people brothers sisters whoever Mm. any person that you're constantly talking bad about if you you go away being even more angry and noticing it even more yeah and I've noticed with things over with in our relationship, when I allow myself to get into that negative state of mind and start feeding that, that can that is when our relationship can struggle. Yeah. And um, I think for both of us, really, it's um, and ha- that's how to get the magic back in the relationship as well is to start seeing, reminding yourself of what you saw of them in the beginning and start focusing on that because where energy goes energy what is it where energy flows energy goes or something yeah yeah, that's it, yeah yeah so when you put the energy into that the behavior you like it exp- it seems to expand it and they then mirror back to you the bit they like you like have you noticed it's, that a lot yeah i've noticed every time i do it and i focus more on the bit of thinking oh you know that is so good about him and he's such a rock and he's this and he's that and he's so because i mean the one lovely thing with dad is no matter who i introduced him to they liked him because he's such a likable person no matter who yeah. meets him and nobody ever says oh i don't like that guy you're with you know everyone's like oh paul's so lovely and he's <laughs> and he you know no matter where i took him everybody loved him and so you know all i have to do is start looking like that or look at the way he's so thoughtful like he gets up in the morning yeah. and some of us can be a bit noisy can't we i mean i'm a bit like dan me and dan just bang around the place and forget <laughs> that everybody's asleep whereas dad's there like really thoughtful and he puts the like when you were all little he got all the milk bottles ready yeah. for you all and it's the little things like you'll it, go to yeah. go in your car and he's, he's already started the engine and turned on the heater in the winter and it's like i know and it and it's when you think about those things and you think about them a lot you get more them. yeah so I went to an Abraham Hicks um, seminar and this lad got up on the stage and he said, I've only just met my partner and it is absolutely amazing. And he said, I'm worried that I want this to last forever. Yeah. And is it possible? The honeymoon and stage. She said thing. it is. She said that very thing that if you if you think about the big, if you sort of um, feed into that energy of what you like that you can keep your relationship being amazing forever Mm -hmm. and lately especially because me and dad both went to that and we both listened to that interview and since then I think our relationship has I don't know whether dad's practiced it as well but I just find it's been easy that has helped me so much because I think a lot of people think Colin Paul keeps saying that oh do I yeah (laughs) Um, yeah I think that um, yeah it's not that hard to do either so but I think any relationship that you are thinking about making with somebody for a long time if they're not allowing you to be who you are and they're not making you feel beautiful inside and out then you really need to be careful because you're going to spend a lot of time with that person and you really need them to be your biggest um, supporter yeah and I think as well I feel like, for me, although obviously, yeah, I love a relationship, like, but I think before that, I want to really get comfortable because I think I am, although I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing all the time, but I think I could depend on someone too much for happiness and then if that went wrong, yeah, it would really knock me because mm. I am an all-in type of person. If When I'm in it, I think I 
I am the type of person that will literally be that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'll mm. heart my sleeve type of person. So I think before I get that there, I want to be able to be secure in myself. And I think a lot of people may jump into relationships before that time. Obviously, things come around in the right time. I think for you, maybe you weren't secure on your own, but it worked for you because you needed that extra blanket because of other parts of your life. Yeah, but it's interesting what you said then about using having that relationship to make you feel happy. And I think that... I was very, very lucky that when I had Matthew, which was our last, the fourth child, as you well know, um, <laughs> at that time is when I started getting into this. And this allowed me to have something that kept me st um, supported on my own without needing dad to do that. Because without that, if I'd have relied on him to make me happy, I don't think it would have worked. No. Not no, at because all as well he's not going to want that burden of having to keep you happy no. because every time because when you keep going to someone and being oh needy mm. they're just going to be like whoa hold on a minute like i've yeah. got my own life to sort out and it's so much more exciting when like how attractive is it though when someone actually cares about their life and stuff like when someone's committed to making themselves better you just, well personally i feel like that's a big yeah. attraction because you just think like they're growing in all different ways like if someone's a bit naive to everything like a bit like oh i'm fine as i am i just think that's a bit like yeah i um, think yeah like you say it's, it's also it's attractive when they've got their own thing their hobby or whatever they're into yeah i think that we don't you don't women not just women anyone really you don't want to be the main person in that in that thing because if they put you on a pedestal if dad had done that to me when he met me and made me into this thing that oh, you are the only thing and you're like this yeah. goddess. I'd have run a mile. Yeah. I'd have hated that. Yes. It, it frightened me to death. It makes you so much more attentive to them when when they want you, but not not a lot. Like, they want yeah. to... They make the effort to be like, do you want to go out for drinks or whatever? Mm. But then they also were like, but I can't do that day because I've got to do this. Yeah. It, not when it's taking piss, though, because that is very annoying. But, you know, like, you know, like when they're doing it in... Mm. Because they have got other things going on in their life. Yeah. Because I think some people, and maybe in the past that I could have done this, like, when I've seen something I wanted, been, like, all in, all guns blazing, and then I forget all my other life. Like, it's known that, like, people get into relationships and forget all their friends and all that, and I think that's something that we have to be conscious of because if everything fails, mm. then what do you go back to? Yeah. I mean, I did have that with Dad because I went from being somebody he fancied to taking out and everything and then I wanted the security of the relationship and then I started to make him feel like all I had eyes for was him. So then he... That did happen to us and that's why... What, as in, like... Yeah, but I mean, like, friend, having friend, not. Yeah, but I didn't know. have... I, I wasn't really seeing my friends as much because it was all mm. about Dad. Yeah, I, think that's, I don't think that's <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, no, and um, then we did, we did finish... Um, and I think if you'd have gone out with your friends more or been a bit more like, you know what, actually, I'm going to go see my friends today, mm. he, maybe he would have been a bit like, oh, she doesn't want me as much. Yeah, I, I didn't have it in me, though, Olivia, to be... You've either got it or you haven't, and it, you can't fake it that easily. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. I'm 
I'm, you can't fake it, no. And it wasn't until we'd finished a few times, because it was a, a bit of a thing that kept happening for a few, quite a while. And um, it wasn't until I started to get more confident in me and that I started to see the potential of what I could do on my own that suddenly he then wanted me to live with him. <laughs> yeah. But then I changed. I'd, I still wanted to be with Paul, but I wanted... I started to see... I started to see the value of myself and having yeah. self-worth. And then I thought, oh, hang on a minute. I'm going to... Not that I wanted anyone else because I didn't want anyone else. I just started to be a bit more confident about mm -hmm. me. And if I'd have been like that in the bloody beginning, I would never have had to have gone through. But I needed to go through it to understand yeah, it. Yeah, no, I agree, yeah. But um, you, if I'd have tried to go back to that and fake it or make myself see my friends when I wasn't ready, I would have just resented it and hated it. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, it's not saying I didn't see any friends, but I didn't enjoy it. I no, because when you like someone, all you want, to, or when you're with your friends, all you think about is them. Yeah, so I think that, yeah, relationships, relationships. I mean, I've had a very good experience with relation with the, you know, the main relationship I've yeah, had. Yeah, you've been very like one person, which has been really nice for you. Yeah, but luckily, it's unlucky for some of us. Yeah, so I haven't got a lot of experience in lots and lots of other relationships. So, but I um. Yeah, I think well, that all I would say is the magic can last and will last if you if you feed the good. If you work at it. Yeah. I think what I hate hearing people say, and that's not because like I know any better, I just hate when people think like that they can't get someone that really makes them happy, you know, like, oh, that's too good to be true type of attitude, or, mm. oh, like, I'm not good enough for that person because you might think you don't look right or whatever mm -hmm. i hate that because it might not be you know when you say like oh this pinch charming and they're like oh that's too good to be true i or what well, i get all the time that i'm too picky <laughs> which i can understand why because i am yeah fairly I, picky but i just think like how many people are on this planet if i can't find someone that i truly am happy with then yeah, you're not too picky i don't no. i don't want it i'm sorry i just don't want to be with you'll someone. know if you don't have a chemical reaction to someone you see then and you're not feeling it just don't do it yeah like not gonna lie most of the people that i've ever met in my life haven't ticked i'm not saying every single box i'm quite open if they're not looking if they've not got the right hair color that is fine but i haven't yet experienced someone that i've truly felt like they get me like I, mm. everyone i've been with i felt like there's something missing like Mm. every person that I've ever spoke to I've not ever truly been happy enough to think you know what actually I'm going to try this and I think that is something I look for and I think that's there's nothing wrong with that like I really true like I do want to be with someone that I can really like be myself with and talk about all this crazy stuff with and even hopefully they'll be into it too like I, yeah. that's what I want and I haven't yet found someone like that so I'm going to still look. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame you at all, and I agree. I don't think... I mean, I did have a couple of dates and stuff before Dad and in between Dad, and it didn't... I, I just... You just know when you like someone. It just someone. didn't like, work for me. I haven't truly liked someone, but I know when I like someone and when I don't. Yeah. I think, as well, as well, it's about self-belief too, to believe that you are going to find someone better yeah. out there, because a lot of people just settle for someone because they don't think that there's anyone better out there. But I think sometimes when you let go of people and I've let go of certain people and I've thought you know what actually this isn't the right person for me and then you just think other people are going to come along mm. other people are going to come into your life and if you hadn't have let go of one the other person might not have been able to so I think yeah 
I think relationships can be hard because a lot of people put a lot of pressure on finding the right person and being being with the right person. And really, a lot of people are not with someone at 21. There's a lot of people, like a lot of your friends haven't met. Most of my friends one. haven't got boyfriends. I know, like I can't think of, is there one? There's one friend probably, yeah, one. two, that have no, got serious relationships and that's it. No, I think one. But people around you, anyone would think, anyone would think that you should be in a serious relationship by now. Mm. Don't get me wrong, it would be lovely to be in a secure, serious relationship, but I also, f- I, I also want to... I don't agree. Well, yeah, you wouldn't. The reason I don't agree is because I think you have big plans for your life, and if you had that serious relationship, that could... The universe, I just think, is so, so clever, and it knows exactly. Keep Olivia free and single, and let's make her manoeuvrable so that she can go and do these things. So that I don't think you personally would... If you met someone amazing now that you wanted to stay with, then it is going to stop you doing all those things that you have, I think... And I think the universe knows exactly what it's doing. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, but you don't know, though, because that person could be adaptable to everything that I want could to do. Be, so, yeah. I mean, I don't know. But I, all, I always get the feeling that you need to have started that ball rolling first. Yeah, no, I think so, too. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen with my life? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I think... I think you've got to definitely... Well, not definitely, because I don't think you did, but sometimes it's better to discover yourself before looking for someone you want and become the person that you want your person to be yeah i think there's no i think everyone's different aren't they everyone has a different path yeah but i feel like for some people that are like oh i want a boyfriend i want a boyfriend because a lot of people do Mm. i think rather than looking for it out there look from within (laughs) which i know i need to do still i'm not saying i do that it's like we were saying on the last podcast whilst the boyfriend hasn't arrived then do the i'm getting ready for Feeling. And also be a bit more excited about and adventurous about the type of person you want to be with. You don't have to say that this is it, this is the only type of person I want. But I think sometimes it's quite exciting to look, imagine that type of things you'll do together, the type of person that they might be, because then it makes you more specific on... But you know what I said about manifesting, meeting Dad? Yeah. Well, I remember that feeling of being excited about knowing that I was going to be meeting someone one day and I actually thought it'd be longer than what it was. I thought it'd take longer. And I remember probably only about three months before I met him, Mm. imagining meeting this person in my life and how that person would bring a whole new dimension, a whole family with them and everything. And I remember thinking a few times, gosh, when I meet this person, it's going to give me a whole new life. I'm going to have another angle to my life. And then... When I used to dream about it a little bit in my mind and think how nice it'll be and I wonder what they'll be like and all these things, then I did used to just let it go and I used to think, oh, it'll be a while yet. And mm. suddenly he turned up out of nowhere. Yeah, on a night out. He literally just turned up. I expected a place for you a night out. Yeah, and at the, in the garden. I opened the front door. Oh, yeah, that's the other weird thing. Say that. Tell that. Yeah, so I opened the front door and he said... No, but you met him at the nightclub and then what? I met him at the nightclub and didn't really know who he was. And then I was at home the one day and my mum had got this gardener, but I'd never met him or anything, didn't know anything about him. And he just knocked on the door this one day to get his money, opened the door and he was like, hi, Sharon, is your mum in? And I was like... What did you look like? Did you not look scruffy? I didn't recognise it. I... 
I just didn't put the two people together because he was to- it wasn't dark and also he was totally dressed oh, different. Yeah, yeah. But also what shocked me was he knew my name and I was like, who the hell are you? How did he know your name? Well, he, I didn't know at the time that one of my best friends from school was his brother and he'd said, oh, that girl you like, because Paul had told him he liked me and he said, that girl you like is my one of my best friends from school. And I, So, because me and Colin were very close at school in the last year and... Um, there was about six of us and we were a bit of a group thing and then Colin was like oh yeah Sharon I know Sharon from school we were really good friends at school and then dad was like really shocked saying to him don't you tell her don't you tell her anything about you know (laughs) and then he knocks on the door so he then knew my name and um I was like who the hell is that and then my mum went outside with him to talk about the garden and stuff and she came in and she went that that guy's so lovely you need to go on a date with him so that was that that was that killed it then I was like I am not going on a date with him now definitely not and then I couldn't help myself I had to (laughs) (laughs) but the rest is history yeah but um yeah it was fairy tale like still is see that's what I want I want I don't want to meet someone on like a dating app or Instagram, like I wanted the universe did it all for me. I just dreamt it and imagined it and wanted it, but then I didn't. I didn't get really hooked up on it. I just relaxed. I just believed it was going to happen. Yeah, I do feel like I am in that state. Like I think all my years of imagining it, I've imagined it to be this thing, and that's why I think as well I am, as people would say, picky because I know exactly what I want, and I'm not saying I'm going to be literally to the every Mm. every last eye color. But I know the type of person I want, and mm-hmm. so when I see it, mm-hmm. I will know. But that doesn't mean that I'm not just going to, like, people that I... I do obviously still date around. <laughs> not date around. But... Date around? <laughs> no, I literally have <laughs> never been on... I think I've been on one date. But no, like, I talk to people, but I don't, like... It's just a bit more, like, fun rather than... Flirting. Just, so, yeah, I do love a good flirt. <laughs> no, but it's good to flirt, just... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you say that with such... No, I don't. I just... I'm I... a very flesh personality, what can I say? No, that's fine. It's good. I agree with that. <laughs> no, you don't. Yes, I do. Okay, fair enough. With the right calibre of person. Okay, yeah, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's exciting. And I... I um, Yeah, I definitely believe in fairy tales. And people used to say to me, oh, life isn't fairy tales and all this, and it bloody well is. It is. No, I do think... I think it's important to aim high, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's seven... I don't even know how many people in the world. Think of how many people are in the world and you're settling for someone you don't even like. But the two people, the two couples that inspired me to desire the relationship that I wanted are still together now. They've both had the different things, struggle, you know, life, life struggles or whatever... But you still see it. I told the one, we went to see them recently, and I thought, I said, what I saw in you all those years ago that inspired me to dream the relationship I wanted, I still see now. And it's just the companionship and the way that they're supporting each other and they're friends. They're like best friends. Yeah. And I just love that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, so that is our, <laughs> our little take on relationships. Yeah. 
I think we'll have more to come in different angles maybe when we look at it because yeah definitely this is just yeah because there's also chat. when when you want someone so bad and you're putting them on a pedestal we can talk about that in another one because I've been there and done that when we did the whole finishing thing and I think that I learned a hell of a lot there as well yeah, yeah. but we can talk about that again I feel like that's I've a whole that other podcast yeah no definitely about making yourself the the import you know about how we put people on other pedestals and then you drive them away with the way you are thinking it's yeah. very powerful yeah i love talking about this even yeah. though i uh, yeah i'm yet to experience a lot of it but no so. it's a fun topic and i think everyone wants love mm. it's like the most wanted thing yeah yeah so, so. <laughs> <laughs> that is the end of the episode thank you for listening everyone and we hope you keep creating amazing chapters all through the week and we look forward to sharing our chapters that we're creating next week thank you everyone for listening goodbye